Hey, did you see the look on Belle's face when she grabbed that rose? Huh? Yup, she sure was having fun, all right. everyone and welcome back to Kingdom Hearts by Heart. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 Part 2 Endgame, except not really, but we are in the second half of this boisterous saga and we're off to a, to a rousing start. We go all the way back to the beginning to good old Land of Dragons. But But before we retrace our steps, let's retrace our steps by introducing ourselves. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm joined today by my soldier and drag, Marshall. Hi! And today, we're going to try something a little different. We're giving you a double feature, because as it turns out, these here second visits are much shorter than the first. And, for the sake of not spending an eternity on a single game, we're just <laughs> going to do double duty for the next couple episodes to kind of knock out this, uh, this second lap, if you will. So yeah, yeah today we're going to cover... They're real short. Well, I'd say they're short in terms of gameplay, um, yep. but they, they feel bigger because of the content and what's... What the, yeah, the content that's there, literally that. Yeah, I always assumed that they were, like, just about even with the first visits, but, yeah, for these first two, like, literally, just going by the in-game timer, they were both, like, 30 minutes, yep. which usually it takes me an hour, so they're pretty much half mm, the length. Yeah, I them mostly being half, yeah. Maybe okay. some of the later ones are a little bit longer, but they might go into the 40, 45 minute mark, depending. But, yeah, these first, yeah. I think our first three-ish will be kind of little snippets. Yeah, so today we're going back to the Land of Dragons and also Beast Castle, but we'll get to that in a little bit. For now, we're back in China, baby! Yeah. And it is cold, so Sora and the gang having their knack for dropping exactly where the plot needs them to be, uh, <laughs> end up in the, the uh, burned-down village. Just as a mysterious figure in a black cloak happens to be running through. And look, it's Mulan too. Look, gasp. <laughs> I mean, God, might as well go pick up some lottery tickets the amount of luck you're having today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they get in. They see him. They uh, begin to pursue. But then Mulan's like, oh, what? You're after him. But I'm after him, too. And they're like, no time to catch up. Let's get him. Yeah. So they're just... Right in the action, Mulan's back in your party. She's rocking her uh, civilian look because she's a strong, independent woman and she doesn't need any soldier garb to uh, validate herself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I do like how um, they kind of characterize Mulan here as like, you know, she's like working for the Emperor and she's kind of like a, not a spy, but also not a soldier like a bodyguard, I guess, but like she's like she says something like I've been tracking him for weeks or something, so she's like gathering intel. So like I don't know, it's just cool to see her because you know in the movie obviously it ends with just her back at home, but here it's like yeah. she's like you know 
doing some some hero work. She's doing a thing. I mean, it's better yeah. than her sitting on her ass doing nothing. So yeah, yeah. So that is that's one thing for mostly second visits. Is I mean, we talk about it all the time, right? But first visits usually just rehash the plot. But then second visits add a, a little bit of more flavor. So here we just get to see some more Mulan doing Mulan stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, but yeah, chase the figure up that there mountain. And, yeah, once we get there, uh, we get a bit of deja vu with a giant horde yeah. <laughs> of the um, uh, rapid thrusters. Beaks. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and even Donald. Donald. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just saying everything. He's saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. But not quite again, because this time, there's a mysterious figure joining us. So, they do the rapid thruster battle again, except that's not really the point. The point is to sort of fight the organization member. Um, yeah. So it's like kind of a boss fight, but not really. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what'd, you, uh, what'd you think of this here guy? Uh, Owie, 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 ow my bones, owie. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, they really break you in with this here uh, second visit, like, right out the gate. So, there's a very noticeable difficulty curve. Um, and yeah, as I said before, I'm on critical, so especially for me, I was like, oh, this is much harder suddenly. But, um, yeah, this guy packs a punch if you're not careful, and I died two or three times, so... Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that it's also a solo fight, too. So... Yep. <laughs> the rest of the... Literally, you get Mulan for two feet, and then she wanders off with Donald Goofy to presumably fight the rest of the rapid thrusters while you're stuck with still more rapid thrusters and the yep. uh, black coat. So, uh... That old chestnut. <laughs> it's not the fun. Um, yeah, so can't rely on Donald Kieran yet, can't use any of your dry forms besides limit form, although, mm-hmm. you know, limit form's always pretty handy for these sorts of things. But... Yes, I went to limit form more than, well, probably like twice, actually. As, yeah. <laughs> as basically, yeah, the backup of like, oh, I'm out of, I'm out of MP, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And Sonic exactly. Blade is still Sonic Blade. But yeah, like, this this is a pretty rough shot, shot, fight. Shot, shot. It, it was definitely like the slap on the wrist of like, all right, we're in big boy territory now, so you kind of need to, yep. I mean, get good. Make sure you're of appropriate level. Don't be skipping the grind. Well, no, I shouldn't say be skipping the grind, but don't be ignoring the enemies. You need to get the experience, Sonny, because it's probably going to yeah, maybe here on out. Yeah, maybe slap on some, some defensive items. But, um, yeah, it's weird, because it's not really a boss fight, because he's not really attacking you, like... The game kind of leads you to believe that he's fighting off the rapid thrusters, because most of his attacks just go right past you. They just have really big hitboxes, so you kind of get hit incidentally. (laughs) Basically, yeah, like, there is... The Black Belt won't do much until you wander close to, of course, hit it, and then it kind of does this, uh... I don't know, I always call it, like, this... I guess it's a a dash attack, a line attack, but I always say the samurai attack, where it just kind of runs forward and is, like, a big slash... 
which will obviously hurt Sora because you're probably in the way because you're because you're approaching him menacingly. Yep. Yeah, like you can't move forward until you attack him, and if you're attacking him, you're close to him, and if you're close to him, you are in danger because <laughs> yeah, all of his attacks are just super big. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, his dash attack is like the other part of his, it is he doesn't stagger, so like. You can't yeah. interrupt that attack. Like, it's it's going to happen. <laughs> and it has, like, a really big range. So basically just mm. keep your distance and, like, maybe you do some jumping. Like, if anything, the Rapid Thrusters help you because they can keep you in the air longer to, like, maybe avoid his attacks. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's got big lunge. He's got forward shock waves, which pretty avoidable, but, again, still a really big hitbox. Um, then he's got, like... Basically, the anti-Sora finisher, where it's, like, the dark spires, I guess, that kind of, like, surround him and, like, circle him. Uh, So it's an AoE, basically. Mm -hmm. But, again, if you're close, it's going to hit you, and it's going to hurt. And, like, pretty much, for me anyways, on critical mode, like, you can pretty much only take two hits in this fight. (laughs) Um, And I still don't have second chance, so it's, like, insta-death, basically. Yeah. I, I definitely have once more. Yes, I don't we really do. I have second chance, too. You're making me nervous now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have too many attacks, so once you kind of get it down, you can kind of figure out, okay, just be very conservative here and let him kind of do his thing. And then, yeah, limit for him if you need it. But yeah, there's not really much here. It's more of a uh, story fight, because uh, you don't even beat him. I think you get him to, like, half health or something like that, and then it just does the weird fade to black thing, and, like, you don't get any, like, bonus levels or anything, mm-hmm. unless you do, and I'm misremembering, but I don't think you do. <laughs> um, um, no, I don't think so. I feel like yeah. maybe you have to get him in the last health bar. I don't think it's halfway, but yeah, you gotta get okay. him low. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you sort of beat him, but not really. Um, <laughs> and then he like, I don't know, does he like run off? I think just like, Basically, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so he um, turns around and runs tail. Yeah. yeah so I think he it's, kind of, he kind of banks. Well, obviously the mount, the mountain summit is just one entry point. Like it's just like that circle yep. area that we fight in all the time. So there's only the one exit, so he just kind of turns around and goes around the corner. He's like a sort of like reaches out his hand, and then Mulan, uh, Donald, and Goofy enter frame. He's like, Riku? Yep. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, um... Maybe not be using Riku's soul leader. Yeah. Uh, the real ones know. <laughs> yeah, so for once, Sora actually is on to something here. <laughs> um, so, I I mean, yeah, it's it's Riku. We're just going to say it, because, yeah, he's using the Soul Eater. Um, he's in a yeah, cloak for some reason, and we don't know why, but it's Riku. Uh, yep. So, I get, it's cool that the game finally throws us a bone. Like, okay, so this wasn't all completely for naught. Like, something... We're making some progress here. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because... We have seen it? a Riku. <laughs> we, there, is, there has been a single Riku sighting in 30, 20 to 30 hours. Yeah. The, the entire first, like, round trip, aside from Tron, aside from Trip City's Paranoids, 
is, have you seen the king and or Riku, yep. please? Please tell yep. me they were here. And then the only bone we get is Mickey, and Mickey's like, I'm sorry, Sora, I just can't <laughs> tell you. I can't. <laughs> yeah, we just got Mickey in the last world, and now Riku, so when it, when it rains, it pours. But, yeah, no, it's... It's interesting. So, like, Sora asked something, like, well, what was he doing here? And I have to question the same. Like, what was he doing here? <laughs> yes. And we'll, we'll get into that more in a little bit. But, um... Yeah. I mean, just in general, like, what, what was he doing here, of all places? And I got to thinking, like... I don't know. Like... Is there, like... <sighs> Like, geographically, right? Like, are all these worlds kind of cloistered together, like, on the world map? Which is to say, like, if you're in one of these worlds, like, is it so much of a stretch to say, okay, well, he's probably somewhere in this radius, right? Because, like... Hmm, yeah. Or is it... Is there, like, some sort of, like, gravitational pull where, okay, <laughs> we're, like, in this sort of star system... And that's just kind of where we are now, like... Because, like, I feel in, like, in all the games, right? Like, all the main characters just stick to a, that one group of worlds. Um, and obviously it's just because, well, yeah, because that's where the story happens. But yes. in terms of lore, and especially here, because Riku could be anywhere. Like, he has the power of darkness, he can use the quarters, he can go anywhere. Mm -hmm, but, like, yeah. why would he be in these set of this set of worlds specifically... Um, and, like, yeah, in other games, too, like, 358 Days and whatnot, like, you always see the characters hanging around these same worlds and revisiting these worlds. So, like, I don't know. I was just wondering, like, if there's any sort of implications of, like, okay, like, I don't know. Like, this is the new set of worlds that we're in. And, like, we can't really go farther than that, because, like, even on the world map, right, like, there's boundaries. Like, you can't yeah. go beyond it. So, like, that's on my head how I'm just trying to justify, like, okay, so it's not so much of a stretch for them to run into Riku because, like, he can only be in, like, one of these, you know, 13 worlds or so, as opposed to he could be in any of the thousands of worlds. The, well, yeah, the ones we haven't seen yet are ones that we've never seen yet or something, 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 something. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, the that kind of makes the whole, like, lanes or like gateway thing makes sense too like oh like within this this quadrant you can visit other worlds by opening the lanes instead of because like yeah otherwise there's just so many worlds right so like the, the actual chances of running into riku are just infinitesimal <laughs> yes they're very 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 tiny which makes this interaction very 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 well theoretically slash could be but is kind of minimal, but could be very, 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 very interesting. And right. <laughs> uh, I definitely thought about it this time around, because I'm trying to actually think about the, the damn game for once. But, yeah. yeah, I think it's the... It's what we're going to touch on later on, I think, is the... So, because we, we get to the top of the mountain... Well, it's funny, because we follow him to the top of the mountain, and there's the eruption of rapid thrusters, and then our following scene that kind of pieces things together. So I think Riku's just being the good guy in this situation mm -hmm. for the uh, for the literal situation that's about to unfold in five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so let's just jump on into it. So, we move forward, and then, uh, again, deja vu, we're, like, at the peak, or whatever, the path, I Another guess. Another avalanche? 
<laughs> and we see the real big bad emerge from the mountains. Oh no, we've got to go to the capital and warn the emperor of Sh- yeah. of Shan Yu. Old... I mean, giant dragon monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big old storm rider, which is the name of the heartless, just erupts from the mountainside. It's like he's probably going to go attack the emperor, right? Yeah, right. Something <laughs> yep. else to do. Mm-hmm. So that's. That's it. That's the objective, Chief. <laughs> so from here, you just run to the capital. Like, nothing happens in between. Um, even, like, all the Heartless are pretty much the same, except you get an air pirate in the um, the checkpoint. But that's still an old yeah. Heartless. They're just new to this world. Yeah, I was about to say, um, I, didn't even, I didn't even go to the checkpoint. <laughs> I guess, to be fair, yeah, this is the one world I forgot. So we're in our revisiting, you'll notice that all of the originally they all had like a single keyhole symbol once we completed them now they have a yep. option for a second one which means hey we got to go back uh, but you drop wherever the story wants you to so you have to go reacquire all your reacquire all your uh, save points which are yeah. they, theoretically they can then become gummy ship points so yeah yeah that's always so annoying least, but i forgot <laughs> to do it for uh, the checkpoint yeah um well am i mixing up areas the checkpoint is like the nexus of the three paths that like you have to go there oh, through there to the yes, capital. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm thinking of the camp. My bad. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I didn't go there either because why bother? Yeah. There's no point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, although yeah. we do, we do have a new friend. Uh, goddamn Neo Shadows are back, and I am oh, yeah. still scarred from Chain of Memories, but they're thankfully not as much of a threat. But they're still Neo Shadows. So ugh. yeah, I mean. They got seriously nerfed compared to uh, KH1 Final Mix. <laughs> so oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's weird that they were just, they just became a regular enemy when like, you know, they were like the toughest in the first game. And now like, I don't even, I couldn't even really tell you what they do. They just kind of spin. I think they have a reaction command. <laughs> yes, they do. Wind dance. But yeah, mm. they, have, they, they, they basically didn't get changed too much between one and uh re not remix um but yeah between one chain of memories and two they hadn't really seen a change they basically all the same attacks like they'll launch at you do a little swipey uh they have their their annoying move where they go into the ground but then come up and then become a beyblade for a while which again chain of memory scarred that move has literally scarred me um now i have the i guess their new one which which is the reaction command proc they kind of just like, I think they, too much when they jump into the ground, they disappear in like this little bloop, this little blob, and they yep. just come at you from above, and then you can counter with their wind dance reaction, which basically says, uh, no you, and you counter their entire juggling combo, and you turn it against them, basically. Yeah, like, they have the same moveset, but just, they're so much weaker, and you're so much stronger, so like, they've never really stood out to me in this game. <laughs> Exactly. So. Yeah, it's, it's not that much going on, thank thankfully. But it is what it is. Um, the only thing I remember yeah. going to the palace is that there is like a single, like maybe ten, fifteen second cutscene of what is presumably the same black coat. Oh yeah, in the throne room, like it literally kicks Shang on his ass. The em- I think this is the first time that the emperor's character model is like shown anything but like happy he's got he, like his burrows right. proud and he's like he's got his angry hair. eyes on <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, and then it just holds on him for like five seconds, just staring intensely. <laughs> yeah. It's about to go down, y'all. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we get to the palace in the courtyard, and the game realizes, oh, wait, nothing's happening in this world. Here's a scripted fight. Have at it. Exactly. <laughs> Is it, it's just we encounter like a... a... Chi and Po and Ling and Yang, and they're like, "Oh, we saw a black hole in the in the castle." That that that's oh, basically yeah. it, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, they're just like, "We're here too. Remember us?" And we're like, "Eh, I guess." <laughs> and then they they just kind of disappear again. <laughs> um, yeah, it all feels very like um, I don't know. I guess like. I guess, like, Chain of Memories, honestly, or, like, Calm, like, you know, the handheld games where, like, the story is just very pieced together, and, like, yeah, yeah. characters just show up and say a thing and then leave, and, like, it's it's the text box cutscene, too, so it feels even, like, <laughs> cheaper, <Yeah. laughs> so it's like, like oh, uh, okay. <laughs> exactly, like, traverse the air, like basically we're going to tell you where to go and the the meat of the world will just be traversing through the world really yep yeah exactly um yeah because there's really not much cut scene at all between the beginning and end but um yeah we gotta fight with some bolt towers and some um uh big bully boys the i don't know what they're called (laughs) um the the storm the hash assault rider, fringing, assault rider. I was gonna say storm rider. Yes, yes. storm rider is the dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which is kind of tough. I don't know. I kept trying to style on them and use dry forms. Like I tried busting out some master form. Then I tried, um, I think valor form because that's the one where theoretically you could get the most uh, experience here. But that wasn't working yes. out because all these bad boys hit really hard. Um, so I think I just ended up summoning Stitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, same old Heartless. Not really much to it. Yeah. Uh, you you win. Do you get a bonus here? Uh, no. I know at some point you get Blizzard no, but boost, I but I don't remember if that's this fight or the next one. Maybe another one. Maybe. Or maybe that was a level up, actually. I think it may have been a level up. Might be a level up because the next sort of next batch of stuff is going to be when we get to roam around the throne room for two seconds and there's just like hella treasure chests. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Disregard. Um, So yeah, we beat him and then we move forward. And yeah, the doors are locked. So they do the thing in the movie where they climb the pole, except they didn't render like a ribbon or a fan or any sort of climbing device yeah so instead (laughs) they decided to give everyone spider-man powers (laughs) yeah um what was i gonna say i I think um i i always forget this is from the movie so only the fact that we watched mulan before it first go about i'd be like that's from the movie but is it um I'm trying to remember what climbing animation is. It might be just Sora's from KH1. It's similar to the tree climbing animation, except they're, like, very spread eagle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just rem- it reminds me of that. And also there's some faux tension. Mulan, like, loses her grip, and it's dramatic for, like, five seconds. And yeah. <laughs> I'm totally fine. This was very unnecessary. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was game. <laughs> yeah, that always stuck out to me, because, yeah, like, 
it like goes into like slow-mo and it's like this grainy video filter and like I distinctly remember it because um when the game first first came out like in Japan uh there's a website called kh-vids.net um and they had all the cutscenes and I remember the thumbnail for Land of Dragons Visit 2 was Sora like reaching out and being all grainy and I remember thinking oh my god what's going on there that looks so intense and no it's it's uh, nothing (laughs) She just instantly catches her grip. She's like, oopsie. And he's like, ah, oh, you <laughs> can't take you anywhere, you klutz. Um, yeah, it's weird. They just climb. Just like yeah. not even bothering to try to make it look convincing. Because like in Cage 1, for example, like, you know, you can climb certain poles. Like I'm thinking of um, Hook's pirate ship. And he, like, kind of straddles, or, like, you know, climbing the trees on Destiny Islands and whatnot. He, like, kind of straddles the pole to, like, you know, use his legs to climb up. And, like, okay, that still doesn't work, but that's a little more plausible. But here it's, like I said, it's just (laughs) Spider-Man. It's like, okay, game. I I don't know what's going on here. But whatever. It's just a means to get them in the palace, which they do. And then they, they jump down, and Donald has a little goof where he falls over. Cause can't forget about Donald. <laughs> um, and they see another black cloak! <gasps> Riku, is that you? <laughs> Never heard of him. So, we, uh, we get a face reveal, but not a name reveal, now that yes. I think about it. <laughs> I noticed, I, I like thought of that just now. Because... Yeah. I mean, hey, 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 Zigbar, but, uh... Yeah. I'm trying to think of, I'm, like, trying to take, I wouldn't say, I shouldn't say take this reveal seriously, but I'm just trying to, like, let them settle in and think about them when they happen, because he is definitely, when it comes to the organization members, Zigbar has one of the more interesting faces, like, he has, yeah. he's got, like, a long, he has a very simple hairstyle, but the rest of the face is a lot going on, like, he is scarred to high hell. He has yep. his, like, eye patch. So, theoretically, yep. like, w- theoretically one of the more impactful reveals of, like, who am I, really? But. Yeah, it's very weird how it's played. Because it's like. Because he, he literally gets the dramatic face reveal where he takes off his hood. Like, I don't think. I don't think Demix had that last time we seen him. I think he was just, um, hoodless from the get go. So it's yes. like, okay, are we supposed to, like, react to this? Are we supposed to know this is... I guess they were playing it for, like, oh, it could be Riku, but oh, no, it's this other person we've never seen. Yeah, to be like, oh, <laughs> shit, it wasn't Riku, oh, my God. Yeah. But then, like, nothing happens. He just summons some nobodies and then eats <laughs> out. It's like, well, it's... what was the point of that? Why was he here? I think this, I, this has to be one of my favorite uh, uh, favorite comedic scenes in the game, though, because he's very much like, Riku, never heard of him. He summons his, his little sniper friends, and then Sora, like, it's, it's definitely Sora, I won't pay attention to the characters really here, but Sora looks around like, oh my goodness, there's a threat here, and then you see Zigbar in the back, just very oh, comedically yeah. like, hey, <laughs> see you later, sucker! Lane of lame asses. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's like very similar to Demix in the Underworld, where he just kind of scampers away. <laughs> very, oh my god, yes. It's, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just a weird beat all around. But again, yeah. <laughs> I guess they just want to sort of like 
build this idea of like, oh, the organization, they're like, you know, more on the offense now because they're spreading to the worlds. Um, yeah, and, and but, to be fair, we've only seen yeah. Demix and Zemnis unmasked at this point, so we need to actually start rolling True. out the other characters. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got to fight with some new enemies, the old snipers, nobodies, um, which are pretty fun because they got that sweet, sweet warp snipe reaction command, aka yeah, Sora a good... breaking the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that one's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, they just shoot you. <laughs> so they got their reaction command uh, bolts, but then they also have like. They're just regular ones that'll just shoot you, and you can't really do anything about it, um, and those hurt. Um, but you can block them, I think. You can guard them, if you have a yes. good timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh. Um, yeah, they, so they have a lot of weird, I mean, I feel like nobody's in general have a lot of weird contortions and body movements. So, yep. well, one, they're ranged, so magic is very, 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 very useful against them, like, several yes. times. It's like, alright, there's like 200 feet between me and this sniper. Okay, I'm going to thunder, and then I'm going to try to close the distance as best I can. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, um, they're, they're always kind of funny looking, because they, they basically swim through the air, which just is always a standout moment, or like little 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 bitty. Yeah, they're like always like leaning to the side, so it kind of looks like they're constantly like running on walls, mm-hmm. except they're in the air. <laughs> um, yeah, they're a cool design for sure. They definitely stand out, because they like... They do that, they kind of warp around stuff, which is fun, and, um, yeah, they got the big guns, and then, like, when they have the laser charging, it's, like, it's, like, um, a crossbow, but it's, like, loaded with the laser bolts, so they're definitely more aesthetically interesting nobody than the ones we've seen before, which have all just been various, you know, brutes, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess guess the, like, good one we've seen so far is the Berserker was obviously a, a change of pace. Yeah, yeah, the rest have been kind of samey, but yeah, no, they're cool, and this fight is pretty simple, um, yeah. it's a very small room, so I actually ended up kind of cornering them and, um, using some fires on them, which was very handy, because they all just kind of bunch up around you after a certain point, so that's nice, but You're yeah, trapped not... in here with me! Exactly, um, yeah, not much to it. So you beat him, and then we move forward to the king's room, and he informs us that, um, no, no, there's, there's trouble out there, and they kind of allude to the, the man in black, um, Mm -hmm. and I can't remember exactly, like, what we find out here versus after the boss fight, but, um, they do say as much that, you know, we were attacked by this man in black, and I think that's kind of, like, playing in the sore, being worried, like, oh no, like, is Riku a bad guy now? Why is he with the organization? Yeah, it's, uh, so here is, yes, here's the initial throne room scene for us. So we rush in, like, yes, like, oh, what's wrong? What's going on? The Emperor's like, oh no, me and Riku are chill, fam. He told me that there's a big dragon coming my way. <laughs> yeah, right. just like, I mean, the, the, like, uh, the building tension is just immediately cut with this, like, uh, almost like Pratt Fallis, like, oh no, Riku came here to warn me. And I think he says something a lot. He doesn't say it's Riku, obviously, but we know it's Riku. 
Um, oh, he like along the lines of like he was very rude and sorry. That says, must have been Riku. <laughs> and it was Riku. It's not like every member of the organization we've seen in these black cloaks have been super rude. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, yeah, I remember. There's a part where the emperor explains like, oh yes, he showed up and he defeated Captain um, Captain Shang, and then Shang turns to him and he's like. To my great dishonor, sir. <laughs> yes. And it's like, a damn. Pardons. Yeah, exactly. Like, the emperor has this guy on lock, like, total submissive, like, groveling, <laughs> like, pull it together, man. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they're basically like, yeah, no, we got our asses kicked, but he said it's okay. Uh, you got a main character on your way. He'll take care of everything. So exactly. we're just going to kind of sit back and sip some wine coolers. <laughs> Have fun. Um, so yeah they basically say go and fight the boss whenever you're ready but in the meantime have some treasure <laughs> yeah this room is I don't I don't know if we see the throne room in Mulan proper maybe in like a small shot or a small scene but yeah yeah it's it's just real big there, there's a, so there's a bunch of treasure yay it's just a big room so you have to like Sora's out of breath by the time you collect all the treasure. And there's yeah. like a There's a tempting floating puzzle piece that's like way too freaking high up to get right now, but I see you. Oh no, me. you can get it. Okay, so. oh, oh, do tell. Go ahead. Yeah. So obviously you get all the treasure. We've got two big chests, one of which is another set of torn pages, so add that to the collection. Um there's also an ogre shield, which is neat. Uh I mean, yeah, a shield's a shield, but it does have the item boost ability if you want that. Um, but yeah, we also have some floating... Oh, wait, there's also... <laughs> there's also a random Orichalcum Plus just hanging out at the back for some reason. Yep. <laughs> A.K.A. the rarest item in the whole game. <laughs> hey, 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 this is the Emperor's Throne Room, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's... Is there one or two floating pieces? Pieces. I think there's two. There might be one that's accessible, and there's the one that's super high up. Okay. But, yeah, all you gotta do is use Master Form, and then do your double jump, and then just use Fire, because it propels you forward. Oh! And just keep wrong. spamming it. And yeah. That's, yeah. That's a little pro tip if you can't wait. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, you can... There's, um... There's another one in the Hollow Bastion in the, um the burrow um that's kind of similar where it's like kind of high up in an awkward spot and i usually use master form for that one as well because i don't like to wait until i can have these abilities on my own um and then yeah i just pop into the the warp point and come back to refresh my drive gauge so that way i am ready and willing to go for the boss fight so yeah let's go do that yeah uh there Um, is a, a recipe for save the queen in here as well yeah, but yep. we, won't we won't be able be to get to that, that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we move forward and we go to the door. And what's that? Oh no, it's here! Oh god! Let me in! Let me in! Let me in! Yeah, no solicitors. <laughs> um. So I I don't know. I guess it just runs away for some reason because then we go outside. Um, oh no, a teenager! <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, boss fight time, baby. It's the Storm Rider. 
aka Big Dragon, uh, aka uh, very iconic boss fights for like all the promotional material. I would say I remember yes. like seeing this in all the trailers. It'd be like, oh my god, this is incredible! It's a giant flying heartless aerial battle, and it just all looks so epic. Mm. Um, but what we end up getting. Well, there's the the cutscene where it flies in and everyone jumps out of the way, but then they get on the Hydra's back. Um, yeah. So you start on its back in the air, which is cool. Um, but yeah, this fight is cool in theory, but pretty annoying in execution. <laughs> yeah, it feels like I think the, whenever I do Stormrunner, it just feels like it goes on for longer than it needs to be. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's still fun. Uh, yeah. most of the time, but it does drag more than I... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's just way too much downtime because the whole bit is you gotta get on top of it or at least wait for it to come down. Um, but in the meantime, you're just waiting to either get the chance to, you know, ride one of the currents and jump on top of it or wait for it to do something that will then proc you to, like, knock it out of the air for it to do an attack, like, on the ground so you, then you can actually hit it. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of putzing around... And not really doing anything because it's flying around in the air. <laughs> or yeah. if you are on top of it, um, you know, after, at a certain point, you got to hang on to the little horn and then it tries to fling you off. Mm. You got to go through that animation. So it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of yeah. not really doing anything. Exactly. Um, and, and I feel like you limit yourself when you're on the back because you don't want to do uh, big unga bunga combos and just yeah, pull exactly. yourself off of Storm Rider yep. as well. I feel like yeah, sometimes exactly. I don't do the finisher because I'm scared the finisher will like put me too yeah. close to the edge and, just, and he'll turn or something will happen. I'll be like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then also just like locking yourself in a finisher. Like if it does do, if it starts rearing up, like then you're locked in that animation and you can't grab on the horn. So it's just, yeah, there's not a whole lot of options, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's still cool, obviously, because it's just a very inventive fight. Um, so Storm Rider is kind of annoying. Um, it's got a few tricks up its sleeves. Uh, it's got, like, the bomb run, where if you're on the ground and it's flying above you, it'll fly above you and drop a bunch of bombs. Uh, pretty yeah. easy to avoid. Um, there's... Let's see, what else is there? At a certain point, it'll start shooting these, like, lasers at you, which is very telegraphed and pretty easy to block because it shoots them in, like, um, two stages, and they're pretty pretty spaced apart, so you can block both of them pretty easily because all the... It's very much like um, uh, Ice Titan's Icicles, where they all come at you, like, at one point, and you just have to block once, and then you yeah, reflect most yeah. of them back. He kind of just hangs back, does, like, a big... Yeah, that's another, like, just wait for it and then just guard it, or reflect it, depending on your your preference. Yeah. Whatever you want, yeah. He, has, he does that, he has periodic thunders, which are just meant yep. to be annoying, mainly when you're on yeah. his back, because he can't do anything when you're on his back. Exactly. He's got the little, I should, yeah, so he's, just he's got little nubbies, I guess call them generators, but once you beat those, <laughs> he comes crashing down, you rinse, yep. repeat, um, yeah, you gotta be careful. He all does is, I, I call it the drive-by, but he just tries to ram you on the ground, which uh, I don't think I realized until Final Mix, so until um, 2.5 came out for PS3, that you can actually just body him and wait for him to dr- ram you into the fucking ground and just use a reaction command. Oh I my god, always, are you kidding? 
It's like the yeah. best reaction command in the entire game. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, as a kid, I would be like, oh no, I need to get away with a big dumb dragon. And I would use Ride the Wind to jump over him like a mm. sane human being. But then I realized if you just try to tank the dragon, yeah, you get to slide underneath him and then just <laughs> kick him in the face. Strike a pose. Yeah, no. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'd seen it in the trailer so much that I knew that that was a thing you could do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it just instantly knocks him out of the air. Then you can get in a pretty pretty good chunk of damage off before he recovers. Um, and then at some point he kind of enters his final mode where then he has this attack where he kind of sits like on the bridge, the yep. center of the stage basically. Then he summons these two big walls to kind of close in and he starts charging his laser. Um... And it's supposed to be like, oh no, he's gonna shoot off this mega attack and we can't escape. Except there's actually a ton of room to avoid it. Just stick yeah. to the side and if you're you had, like, totally fine. I think it would be much more threatening. Um, during this fight, yeah, I, like, I, I, I did get pushed back to like, the back of the courtyard, like where you walk into the courtyard. And I was like, oh no, I've been pushed so far back. And I'm like, oh wait, I take three steps to the left and I just run up to his face. Like, Yep. Exactly. Again, it feels good, or it feels like like a really cool moment, but in retrospective, uh, unfortunately, yeah, you can just sidestep it and just walk up. To yeah, him. I mean, it'll get your party members probably, which is funny because oh, yeah. in the last episode, I was just joking about how Goofy like literally takes giant lasers to the face, and that's exactly what happened in this episode. <laughs> so but uh, a giant, giant uh, little rock bump on the head. That'll, that'll do it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, honestly. So, just fight him when you yeah. can. <laughs> um, let's see. I did use um, Mulan's Limit a few times, because you kind of go in the air. So, if yes. he's in the air, like, you, like, kind of gravitate toward it, and, like, you're suspended. So, like, it's an easy way oh. to get off reliable hits. Um... And then the final hit with the the fireballs can get off some damage, so that's pretty good. I think I used that twice. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, uh, yeah, used Valor for a few times, or probably twice. Yeah, uh, I think I popped off like, Valor. Yeah, I default to Valor a lot during the boss fights because Valor is I get hits, I get experience. And exactly. Yeah, Valor stays aerial more often than regular sword does, and yeah. When Stormwinder's stunned, he has this weird, like, his head, like, almost like he's a, oh, I'm real no, no sleepy. Like, his head goes back and then jumps forward. Yeah. And his head goes back and it jumps forward. So I feel like a lot of normal, when I'm normal Sora, I'm just doing air combos, like, a few of my hits will just miss. I mean, it'll still, like, go through the motion, but I feel like, oh, nope, I missed that. Oh, I timed that wrong. Or it's valid. Yeah. Because, because it's it's so big and wide and forgiving with the aerial strikes, it's just... I feel better yeah. in this valor form as opposed to just being just being regular boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's not a an impossible fight by any means. Just got to be a little patient. Like the worst part is when you do ride the wind and then you shoot up, but you like totally overshoot it or under, <laughs> and then you just have to fall down to the ground and try again. Unfortunately, <laughs> like, fast falls not in this game. Yeah, Sorry. it's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you beat him. And I believe for your reward, you get a thunder element. 
So basically yep. Thundara at this point, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what do the party members get? Do they get anything exciting? Goofy does get Tornado Fusion, which is the ability that lets you equip ah. his other limit, which is Whirl Goof. Oh, 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 oh. That's that's my goofy. <laughs> if you could have told. Nice. Um, yeah, that one's fun. I have not used it, but... I it's... use it in Beast, in Beast Castle. I, I like... I think from a... I think Knockback is... Or Knock Smash is better, but Whirl Goof is more... It, it just it feels better. Because um, it's, yeah. it's, it's very short in retrospective. So, uh, very quickly, it's just for Whirl Goof, you... Uh, you join with Goofy, you spin around, you eventually get World Goofra, which is a different roll attack, and then you get, I think, World Goofaga, where, oh, like, Goofaga. like, like they're in a, I mean, literally in a, in a comedy show, or a cartoon, sorry, uh, Sora and Goofy just attach, like, Sora grabs Goofy's feet and vice versa, and you become Big Wheel of Damage. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> exactly yeah it's it's good for group like group fights if you're like congested and claustrophobic and the shadows are creeping in and you don't know what else to do with your life sometimes you just want to pick world goof yep. yep um so yeah we go back to the court uh courtroom um palace throne room that thing mm-hmm. and yeah we kind of spill more dish basically the emperor's like you saved us again uh what would you like your wish to be and Goofy and Donald kind of break the fourth wall, or at least shatter the suspicion of disbelief by uh, bemoaning their empty tummies, which, yeah. <laughs> so you acknowledge that you're hungry, right? But we never see you eat anything except for ice cream. <laughs> so, like, when are you eating? <laughs> exactly. It's weird you say that, because I feel like we, we like briefly joked about that earlier in case yeah. two, or at some point. And my only thought of them eating is the end of a DVD. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Sora's like, no, screw that. I just want you to tell me about my friend. And they're like, yes. oh, we were going to do that anyway, but sure, I'll count that as your request. <laughs> Emperor's like, oh, we, made, we don't like bandits here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they do the whole thing where Shang's like, Oh, he explained the situation had changed. He said three wise guys were on their way and that they had it under control. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Rude boy, etc. Et Must be Riku. I'm just glad he's okay. But what's he doing yeah. in the organization? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's that's uh, to me, it's always a weird line because it doesn't. <sighs> I guess to be fair, so my initial thought is always Mickey wore a black coat. You know Mickey's not in the organization. But to be fair, all of the other organization members are just faceless, faceless black coats. Mickey is the one distinguishable one because he's a freaking mouse. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not sure I believe this whole, like, but what's Rico doing with the bad guys? Yeah, oh, it's just another sort of artificial drama when, yeah, we can kind of figure out, well... Mm-hmm. He was probably in disguise too, because that's how we saw him. Well, it's weird, right? Because we know what they don't know, because we saw them at the end of Calm, where they were both yeah. in the organization cloaks. So, yeah, correct. It's not, yeah, we... doesn't really land. <laughs> yeah, we haven't. The only time we've seen Riku, 
The only time we've seen Riku as Riku, and that's a hint drop for everybody who's obviously played the game and knows what's happening right now, but we've only seen Riku as Riku in the Roxas flashbacks of like what and and the world that never was being like, why? Why do you have the Keyblade? Yep. So it's a breadcrumb. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is pretty much that. Mulan gives her request, which is she wants Shang to take a vacation, but then Bird's like, nah. But how about instead of me giving him a break, now I enlist you to work for me too. <laughs> oh. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's weird to me because, like, I was thinking about it and, like, at the end of that first visit, like, in terms of Shang and Mulan being together, like, it's really just the last cutscene where they actually liked each other because she saved the day and he was like, okay, I guess I trust you even though you lied to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl, you saved China? That's hot. Yeah, and I fast forward to this where now she's like, just give him a vacation, please. I love him. I need to spend more time with him. And yeah. it's like, well, uh, that's a leap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, they're very much relying on us seeing the movie to be like, okay, you, you know how their relationship is. They have feelings. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. It's very it's very much implied here, but we don't see... We see very, 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 very little of their actual romantic relationship. Yeah. So it's, it's just kind of Yeah, it's kind of all bad in. knowledge. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, it does not tread the plot points of Mulan 2... Or else you'd have a very different conversation. Ooh. Let's not even go there. <laughs> the real ones remember Mulan too, and they try to forget about it every single day. Mm. So yeah, that is pretty much it. And yeah, cap it all off. Yeah. So I was like that touch of like when the world's really over, the title card appears again to signify the closing of this chapter. So that's sure. nice. And when one door closes, another door opens. In this case, a really big one to a giant castle. Peace oh. castle. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just went straight on in because that's the only place you can go to move the plot along. Yep. Um, and once again, they just really have a knock for timing because they show up on the night of the ball. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like they just can't take a hint because <laughs> Beast is very much like what are you doing here you shouldn't be here it's a very important yeah. night we need privacy and they're like yeah yeah no no it's okay we, we'll, we'll get some snacks <laughs> we'll watch it's don't mind though. us <laughs> exactly so I guess if we do start with Belle in her room also, the wardrobe's only voiced line in the entire damn game. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's an important night tonight. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we don't take the hint that Beast wants to be left alone. And he's sort of, I think Sora's like, oh, he's being so rude. And I was like, is he though? And I'm like, I mean, so to, to be fair, the Beast's entire shtick, it's, it's, I mean, if you watch the movie, it's, it's, it's very much there. Of him being like, I can't mess this up. I can't mess this up. I can't go through another divorce. God damn it. This, this has to be the one. I gotta make yeah. this work. So he's very much in his own head. And to be fair, like, as from watching the movie and knowing Beast, Beast is very emotional. But this, he's currently just focused on making this night the best night possible. So he's like, eh, friends, like, who needs them? Like, they're an accessory. But like, oh, God, I, I can't. I uh, Like, 
uh, knees weak, um, knees weak, arms heavy, mom spaghetti, something, something. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't want to make a fuss. So mm. we get to, to uh, party crash. And I love how uh, once you're in the ballroom, you know, everyone's here and Lumiere's doing the whole MC thing. And he's like, and of course, we could not forget about our honored guests. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it just feels very passive aggressive. Like, oh, yeah, our honored guests. Who could forget? And they're just. They couldn't forget about these are trouble fucks. Yep. They're just totally oblivious. They're like, yeah, yeah, put on a show. No, it's fine. We'll be right here. <laughs> and then Belle and the Beast do the little dancey thing. The one that we all know and love. But then, oh no, it's interrupted because there's trouble. Oh, the organization. So we looky uppy. Yep. And there's a, a menacing figure just standing there watching. Um, and he summons a new batch of nobodies. And Beast decides, all right, it's go time. And he presumably rips off his suit, because then when he joins our party, he's back in his his normal outfit with just the cape. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh, I and... I wanted to fight with Dapper Beast so much as a kid, and I'm st- this is still a crime in my opinion. Like, yeah, I always like, assumed that okay, you could. Okay, back to normal clothes. I was like, no, put the sexy clothes back on. God damn it. Yeah, like most of the party members do have two outfits. Um, so I just assumed, like, oh, well, you play with Beast in his little, his little tuxedo for a bit, but no, you don't. Which, yeah, it's weird, because they do model him like that, and you could have just yeah. easily had him, you know, in this scene, fighting in Ugh. it, and then maybe he changes, but, you know, <sighs> he just changes back inexplicably. <sighs> oh, real tragedy. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, fighting time. New nobodies, specifically Woo! the dragoons, which oh. I still don't really understand what a dragon or a dragoon is supposed to be in Final Fantasy. Like, they're just like a knight, but like, I guess they like have their jump move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Uh, uh, and by that, I mean, my favorite Final Fantasy class. How Ooh. dare you, sir? Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's basically jump because dragons roll high. But what if I could jump into the sky and then back down? Therefore, hit a dragon. But yeah, that's that's literally just basically the shtick. Yeah, uh, they got they got big jumps. But I do like how the interpretation here is that the dragoons are just like little draco knights, basically. Yeah, they kind of look like Trickmaster to me, with like the weird stacked uh, neck. <laughs> yeah, I can see the similarities there too. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, we talked about, like, no, nobodies and their weird body shapes and their weird contortions earlier, and I, for a moment, I was like, is my game bugged or... <laughs> like, the Dragoons really, like, like when they get hit and when they do certain animations, like, warp very interestingly, but almost looks like the game is bugged. I noticed that in the ballroom fight, and I'm like, hmm, hmm what's, uh, what's going on here? But... Nonetheless, I mean, they're kind of similar to the snipers. They kind of run around a bunch. They'll stab, yeah. stabby stabs. Um, the most important thing, the favorite thing uh, that they do is that you can learn, you can literally learn jump off of them. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, honestly, I think their most powerful move is just their, like, entrance, I guess. So when they first appear, they just slam into the ground. 
Yeah, and, like it so sends little shock waves, and if you just get hit by it normally, it just does a ton of damage. So just, uh, it's a good way to pop off a reflect because usually they'll appear in groups, and they all like if you're like in the center, and you use reflect, you'll just get all of them, and it's a really great way to just take off a ton of their health. But other than that, I feel like they don't really do anything because yeah, you can learn jump, and that just mm-hmm. messes them up, and then yeah. I don't really know what else they do. I guess I assume they just have like a basic sort of like lance thrust. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're really not too bad at all. Like, yeah, between them and the gamblers, like they're kind of one note where they just had the one thing, which is the reaction command. But other than that, yep, not a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they they're... do have really cool designs. Yes. So yeah, probably their, I mean, literally their entrance jump and their other jumps are probably significant of that. Eh, just, like, literally, I mean, people will constantly joke Cage is just the press X to win game. That is true sometimes, and yeah, this is just one of the enemies you can just smack and kind of not take too much repercussion. So, just hit him. <laughs> yeah. So you beat him. And then Beast, well, I guess Zaldan kind of taunts Beast and says something about, oh, the thing you hold most dear, I've taken it. <laughs> and Beast is like, oh no, not my porn, I mean my rose. <laughs> and he uh, eats. Oh, yeah, yeah, Well, at first it's very much like, I'm going to take the thing most precious to you. He kind of just like stares. Well, he stares where Zaldan was, which is just kind of in the camera at this angle. And he's like, oh. Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, and then turns around and, like, hoofs it, and, uh, I don't know what's up with Beast's, Beast's castle and not letting us actually play with Beast for very long, but once yeah. again, he's, like, already out of the damn party, and I'm like, game, yep. game, why you do this? Yep, exactly. <sighs> um. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, everyone kind of stays behind and explains the situation some uh, about the rose and how oh no there's a curse on it or actually I think that's a little bit ahead never mind sorry yeah yeah we get, uh, we get to Beast's room there's basically and I, I actually yeah. go back and rewatch our first uh, our first run through but I watch a playthrough of the, at least the cutscene of Beast's castle originally because when we rescue Lumiere and the gang from the dungeon they mention uh, you know the master must learn to be loved uh, uh, learn to love and be loved in return before the last pedal falls, and the spell will be broken. So it's basically a little bit too long, but a rehash of, like, he's got to yeah. be loved, but there's also a timer on this-ish. So we got to we gotta hurry up. Um, and I guess, I'm, I'm trying to think about it now, is there is there ever a moment, I don't think there's ever a moment in the movie where the, thro- where the, where the throws, the, where the rose is threatened, like, nobody's like, I'm going to steal this. The no. beast will lose all yeah. his power. But, like, does he even need... I mean, I guess the, the, the curse literally deal with the rose, so I guess if the rose is not in his possession, or, like, the rose is too far away, or in another world, because Zaldin's trying to steal it, like, theoretically it wouldn't work. And I guess, to be fair, he has, like, up until Bell, it's been like, the rose... I'm not, I guess not the rose is my true love, but, like, the rose is the most precious thing in my life. The rose must be protected, so... Now that it is Molly threatened, he's losing his losing his goddamn mind. Yeah, they never really establish, yeah, any sort of stakes there for if mm-hmm. the rose is like destroyed or anything like that, which is 
probably why they like throw in that line from Cogsworth where he's like, oh yes, and caring for the rose has become an intimate part of the master's daily life. That's why he <laughs> is so grumpy right now. It's like, well, okay, like, I'm sorry you're missing your little bonsai tree right now, but like, is it really worth more than Belle's life? <laughs> e- exactly. Uh, yeah. So, no. oh yeah, 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 we do, we, uh, I mean, we go back to base room. He's super angry. The rose is gone. Yada, yada, yada. Um, he, uh, and, yeah, and he does. I mean, he yells at Bell, which is like, uh-uh. I don't sin. think Sora, so. You know what's wrong when Sora steps in and says, cut yeah. your goddamn shit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sora goes aggro, like, toward a good guy, which is very, very infrequent. But he says something like, well, Belle's like, I'm sorry. And Sora's like, don't apologize. He's being a real jerk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Beast, we just talked about the power Beast is emotional uh, creature, literally. And I think that's why I also like the part after this when he kind of, he calms down for a hot second and he realizes, oh, I'm being a giant dickhead, aren't I? And he ba- basically comes to the conclusion of like, Belle will never love me. So, Miles will say, hey, girl. Pack your bags, go home. I don't need you anymore. Yeah, he tells he's everyone. Like, but that... I love you, and he's like, but who could love a beast? Yeah, yeah. Like normally, and this happens a lot. As I alluded to in an earlier episode, um, like I don't care for like the mopey characters in Kingdom Hearts, oh. um, but I think it fits Beast because he is a a tragic character, and he's you know he's a little more serious in general. Um, so yeah, it's a little. They like do some interesting stuff with this character, um, where like you actually mm-hmm. see his little arc. Um, so yeah, it's a nice little scene. And he tells us to get out, which we do, and then then yeah, Bye, we bitch. talk. Then we, we immediately talk. talk to the guys and turn around and go back in. Yeah, they're like, no, 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 just just go back. You just need a moment. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> And, yeah, they explain that the rose is, like, kind of part of it, where that's the timeline for breaking the curse. But again, like, uh, okay, so we're just waiting. Like, has this really changed anything? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah. But Beast wants his rose, so I guess we'll get it for him. Um, So we go back, and Sora gives him a little pep talk. Uh, You used to give us... You used to give us courage, Beast. Maybe you should say some for yourself. <laughs> oh. Okay. And it, it, it works, I guess. Because <laughs> Beast turns around like pretty quickly and he's like, You're right. This is my castle. And no one else will get in. Blah, 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 something, blah, blah. something, something. I'm angry at Zelda and something, something. Yeah. So. Um, uh, bit of a, oh, it was it very funny. <laughs> Yeah, I always forget, and to be fair, it's Final Mix exclusive, so yeah. Um, Marlo- so, fun fact, Marluxia's absence silhouette is in this room, but yeah. only at the second visit. But I yeah. saw it peeking behind, like, the beast's, like, destroyed bed, and I was like, I yeah. was like, oh, hello, Marluxia, how how very on brand of you to be hiding, <laughs> hiding where the rose is, I see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty cute, for sure. <laughs> mm. um, but again, we will, we will ignore that for now. Ignore exactly. me. <laughs> um, so yeah, Beast has turned around, and he was so inspired that he inspired Sora to forge new Keyblade. Now we get the Rose, 
which is, I feel like a bit of a divisive Keyblade. Um, so it's basically Divine Rose 2.0. <laughs> um, it's just actually kind of designed. So the blade's a little more definitive. The blade honestly kind of looks like, um, like, um, the Berserker's weapons, like the Claymore, I guess. Uh, it's like kind of a big club. Um, and then it's got the little, the little claws as the teeth, which is cute because the beast. And yeah, it's got some little rose pattern going on it and some stained glass action. Um, and yeah, I think, I feel like I've seen a lot of people who say this keyblade is really dumb. I guess because like the blade is like really big and bulky. But it, yeah, it looks more like a club than anything. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah, like you said, at the head, like at the tip of the blade, it basically gets super bulky. It starts off not even like super thin, but I guess well, as I'm I'm literally just closing my eyes and imagining rumbling rows and, and like kingdom key next to each other, and so yeah, yeah, <laughs> to some degree, like uh, rumbling rows is very top heavy, but I don't know, I uh, I still really really like. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. I definitely think it's better than Divine Rose, because, again, that Keyblade feels pretty slapdash, but this one has a little bit of thinking about it behind it, and I feel like it matches, you know, the beast as a character, so... Yeah, it's, I, don't it's, mind I feel it. like... Yeah, I feel like Divine Rose could be a beast world or a bell Keyblade specifically, whereas Rumbling Rose is... Yeah. You, you literally get it from the beast being like, I'm yeah. filled with determination, and it's, you know, it's got, it's got his claws, it's got... It's very... It's really prickly because of the rose. I think the rose is the the keychain. Yep, exactly. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's got five strength, obviously, but zero magic, which is like really at this point we're still doing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And then its ability is finishing plus, which gives you a second finisher, or if you're on critical like me, a third finisher. So now I'm just stringing them together like a yes. like a regular ass combo. <laughs> so I researched finishing plus because I was like, I think I know what this does, but also uh, the internet exists, and so I, yep. I saw, you know, I looked at the, I just looked at finishing plus basically, and obviously lists every instance of getting it, and you get it as Roxas. On day three, if you're playing critical mode, and I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, that means Kevin must have finishing plus already, or you know, you, you can equip it. You have it in your repertoire." Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. well. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And then I think, I think you can get a second one. Yeah. Um, so it's a level up. It's on this keyblade, and then you get it uh, story wise if you play critical mode and you yeah. you get the Roxas part. So, so eventually yeah. I'll have four. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a decent keyblade. Definitely good for where we're at now because finishing plus is good because finishers are really good. So I slapped it on. Um, and yeah. Oh my god. Yes. It's be good. Especially. Uh, so, spoiler alert, I'm in Olympus Coliseum right now. There's a, I mean, where I'm at, there's a lot of aerial combat. So I do like. And I have aerial sweep or aerial sweep aerial finisher equipped, which is uh, just, a, just, a, just a good one. So I literally hit somebody with an aerial finisher and then do the regular sore aerial finisher. So I smack somebody and then like, yep. somersault the hell into them. I'm like, oh, this just yep. This, been, this, this combat just feels good now. Oh. I've been doing that for the last three worlds. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So Beast is back in the party, so that's exciting. 
And yeah, we gotta make our way back to the main hall, and then if you're like me, you'll try to fight some Heartless, but then you'll die, and you'll realize, oh, this is a really giant fucking room, and all the Heartless respawn, and then as soon as you go to the next room, it's a scripted fight, where if you lose that one, then you're kicked back to this room again, so then you give up on fighting Heartless, and then you just beeline it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, Uh, you get back... yeah, I oh so really quick before we get to the next part, I did it for for those of you who are playing along or have not gotten here yet, Master Form has a lot of fun here because we fight like Morning Stars, Crimson Jazz, oh, Gargoyles here also drop Drive Warp. So yeah, I farmed the hell out of Master Form here, um, a, th- a thousand percent. This is a this is this is where I thrive. Okay. And also got Aerial Dodge. I like getting at least level one of all the movement abilities because I just love all of the movement abilities. So yeah, I, I mean, we'll get another one later, much later on in the game. But now I am all cut up, so I have. Yeah, I jump. don't. I don't have That's aerial great. dodge yet, so I should definitely oh, do that next time. I also knew that it would be a godsend in the upcoming final boss fight of this yeah. world. That's that's so for I sure. I needed that ish. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we get back to the next room. And then Zaldan does his little villain talk, and then he realizes he uh, reveals his his beautiful locks and mm-hmm. and rugged face. <laughs> what are you really after, Kingdom Hearts? Once we finish it, we will be whole again. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So basically, restating everything Sykes already told us. <laughs> cool. Yep. Um, well, I feel like. Well, actually. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like Sykes, like, where... No, he no, he did... Sykes does end, like, his whole spiel in Hall of Bastion with, once we have completed Kingdom yeah. Hearts, we shall be whole again. Yeah, it all just reiterates, like, we need Kingdom Hearts to be complete, basically. But yeah, it's yeah. just pushing the, that rhetoric. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, like, Zaldan doesn't really do anything in this world. Like, he nags... Mm-hmm. Or Neg's Beast the whole time, which is, like, kind of interesting, but nothing really happens there. And then he's just yes. like, oh, yeah, oh, Kingdom Hearts is the thing. So just, like, in general, especially because we're about to kill him, <laughs> like, Zaldan's a pretty lame organization member. Like, it doesn't really stand out to me. He had, so. he had a good amount of, like, hype and build-up, but unfortunately... Just yeah! He was, like, the first organization member we saw. He's the first named one, yeah. Because he, yeah. he messes with Beast in the first, and he's like, His name is Zaldan! Mm-hmm. And then, here we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, kind of like Zigbar, he has an interesting face going on. Like, you you have your dem. I mean, we sue Harold. You've seen a good amount. You've seen most of the organization at this point, actually. Like, he has a very interesting uh, appearance, at the very least, but unfortunately... Uh, doesn't go anywhere besides this, and then one hell boss fight. So, mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. So, we got another scripted fight, which is just a bunch of dragoons. So, take them out as usual. And then we proceed outside, and we're looking for Zaldan, I guess, or the Rose, or both. And we're just kind of wandering around. And then I, I do really like this cutscene because, one, it's got, like, the ambient noise in the back with, like, the crickets chirping, which is always really yes. nice. But, yeah, you, like, see Bill kind of out on her balcony, just kind of, like, huffing, like, <laughs> But then... What am I to do? Go home to my loving father? <laughs> but uh, then she sees the gang from below, 
which is cool that it like acknowledges that scale of them like you know being able to see each other even though she's way yes. higher up. Yeah, yeah, because um, I think we pan to Belle because Goofy is like looking up. Yeah, and when she looks down. Donald's kind of just—it's kind of <laughs> at first because you see, from, yeah, you see from a distance, <laughs> then it kind of does like two like little zoom ins because Goofy's waving, but Donald just kind of jumping up and like yelling at Goofy for no just... reason because <laughs> Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, because can't forget about Donald. That's just his whole role now. Is just doing <laughs> silly things to the side. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, she waves side of that, but then she says, "Oh, the rose! It's right here for some inexplicable reason." Look, it's been on the inside. Yeah, I got it. Everything's okay now. Uh, except it's not okay because Zelda was there the whole time for some reason, and then he takes her, and then he jumps, and oh no, everything's suddenly out of ten. Yeah, Beast bursts through the door like the giant hulking man he is, and uh. We uh, corner Zaldin on the bridge, yep. and Zaldin gives us a little, little Sophie's choice. Who will it be? Bell, not the rose. <laughs> Perhaps I can leave one behind, but you shall choose, Beast. And Beast just goes rawr. <laughs> uh, but then Bell says, uh, "No, fuck you." Actually, I'm playing a little game, and. Uh, you know, top five moments in the entire game. Oh yeah. She 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 gives out in the old one two elbow shaboo. And she steals that rose and says, I choose the middle path. And then it, she it, it, oh, runs away. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they watch out oh it's Bell with a metal chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's so the good. The fact that God, the fact that she can just I mean, dumb I mean it's Completely dumb moment, but it's just unforgettable. If she just elbow drops salt, and it's like, oh, yeah. I'll take that. See, he's he's like, and he windy. like, yeah, he looks pretty winded too. Like it's not like he was like, ah, that was annoying. He's like actually like, oh god, I was sure expecting that. You sure you can't have Bell to this boss fight for us? <laughs> yeah, it's it's good, and also just um. It's just very fitting for a character of, you know, standing up to the man and mm-hmm. making her own choice. So, love oh to see my it. Goodness. And the boys are also hype. So, we're, we're, we're ready for a boss fight. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> so, <sighs> Zemnis. <laughs> or, sorry. I see Zemnis already, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, he certainly Zemnis. feels like a final boss. Um, yeah, he is one of the most aggravating bosses in the game, a thousand percent. And yes. as I say that now, I am dreading the data fight. Uh... Yeah, he's very infamous as one of the hardest fights in the whole game, and definitely the steepest difficulty uh, spikes, where just everyone has trouble with this fight. Um, yes. I would actually say, I feel like the data fight's a little easier, just because you have more abilities at that point. Because yeah, there's that's... really not a lot you can do here to avoid all of his attacks, which is annoying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Beware the fate of despair! Or whatever he says. Uh, so yeah, he's a windy boy. He's got some lances. And oh. he's, he's just... He's the Zorro a... of the organization. Yeah, he's just a giant hitbox, basically. So, um. when he starts off, he's pretty... He's pretty manageable if you know what you're doing. So he's basically got two main attacks, which is the forward lunge, 
and then the sweepy sweepy and the trick is figuring out which one it's going to be so you can't just flee or use reflect or whatever but what you really want to do is block so you can get those sweet sweet learns so if he does the thrust and if you block uh you will like stun him which is really satisfying because he like recoils and he's like frozen in air and it's like oh yeah so satisfying and then you could like learn five jumps at once yeah but keep keep that finger primed because you can just like with those dragoons it's just like okay i learned once and i can jump but there's a reason to stack your jumps but you can't whereas zaldan is like i see learn i gotta mash that triangle button yeah i yeah and then he does his little circular sweep which you can just jump over, and then you can learn once. So the hard part there is just figuring out which one he's going to do, because if you block, he's probably going to hit you. Like, if you block and he does the sweep, he'll probably end up hitting you, because you'll block too early or whatever. Uh, But if he does the lunge and you block, um, it's not him, but if you jump instead, it'll just hit you. So it's just kind of like a fake-out game. Um, so the first few bars of health are pretty easy because then you can just get a ton of learns. Like, I always try to stack up the nine and then just go to town and then get off a couple finishers on them. Yeah, exactly. Um, Uh, yeah, I I realized, um, that you need, I mean, yes, just learn jump nine times and just spam it and then just start doing aerial combos. I realized that, well, one, um, RIP arrow for KH2, but he uses his own arrow to surround him. But you have to jump to start yeah. doing damage. To like kind of, like, break it, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, I kind of realized that this this final go-around. Like, this is vital to Justin. Because you can hit him, like, normally through his arrow, but he takes minimal damage, and I believe... I believe the arrow also does damage to you. Yes. So it's, it's literally arrow from one. Yeah, so you can't really approach yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and then... He kind of has a third move, but I guess it's just a lunge again. But it's like he'll lunge from a very far distance. And yes. that's what ended up killing me the most in this fight because it's very oh, unpredictable boy. and it comes out very fast. Um, so that's annoying. Definitely keep an eye out for that. But um, yeah, he's the first couple of bars are like pretty decent, but then he goes into maximum overdrive where, well, he'll start doing his own version of jump. Where he just, you know, attacks you from the sky with his little pillars. It's pretty easy yeah. to avoid. Like, it's weird because, like, he can only go so far from each jump. So if you just run away far enough, like, he literally can't get you because you're not in range. Because, like, he has to come at you one jump at a time. Um, yes. So that's pretty so, like, manageable. Like, yeah, I feel like once you understand the rhythm of, like, how often they come down. Uh, yeah. Especially if you, have, if you literally have high jump or aerial dodge, things that just keep you in that area yeah. longer, you'll be fine. Because... Yep. The, the the jump will always track you, so stay moving and you won't get hit by it. But mainly it's that dumb shockwave as it lands that's going to mess you up. So yep. once you kind of realize when, and you have a split second to hit circle, like between it hitting, like between like the audio cue and the visual to uh, actually getting the jump off. But once you get once you get hit once or twice, you understand the rhythm. So just make sure you're jumping constantly. Um, well, even if rhythm. like. He can only track you so far. So if you get out yes. of a certain range, like he can't get you. So I, yeah, yeah. jumping and dodging is good just to get out of his range because you move yeah. faster in the air. So like it got to a point where I was like on the other end of the bridge, just looking at him, like trying to get to me and just like waiting. Oh, really? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was, okay. like, looking at his animation to see, like, what, like, if he, like, appears in the air. Um, but he just kind of, like, throws his lances down and then just kind of shoots down. Like, it's not like he's, like, up there the whole time. I was curious, uh, like, oh, what's going on up there? But, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you, if you have quick run and dodge roll as well, because dodge yeah. is an option in, in Final Mix Plus. Yeah, just just be, don't be under the, the lance. Exactly. You'll be fine. And it's weird because you can learn from the the jumps, but yes. we get to be in a certain range, but whenever you're in that range, you're going to get hit. So I'm not really sure what the strategy is there. Like, if you have to, like, jump and then learn or, like, block and then learn. That's, but... what, I, that's, that's <laughs> what I've done, to be honest. Yeah. It's, just, it's just jump, mash triangle, jump, mash triangle. Usually after two, you'll have nine learns, but... Yeah. Or nine jumps, yeah. But even, yeah, yeah, that's 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 my try okay. strategy. Yeah, gotcha. And, uh, he, will, he will do like a like a singular helm breaker kind of at the end. The lances. Yeah. I mean, they, they they will hurt you, but they kind of like form this little typhoon around you and they'll scare you. And he'll jump down at you and he'll do like a, a cross basically. So at that point, when basically when the lances go up, you can just not be like recognize where they go up. Like he's probably going right behind you or right on you, and just don't be in the spot or in a cardinal direction on that spot oh i always just i always just wait right there and then pop off a reflect because he will get damaged because that's his last attack because then he he appears and yeah you could get some some hits in with the reflect recoil yeah um and then yeah he'll enter his super saiyan mode which is annoying Uh. he just does a flurry of attacks but if you do get caught in it and you have once more, you're fine. Just don't do anything. Don't do anything to like break the combo because then he'll just kill you. Um, yep. Yeah. Just wait it out and then he'll do his giant dragon move, um, which heal if he did get caught in the first flurry. If not, just kind of stay back and then. I just always reflect whenever he shoots the giant wind blast. That seems to work well. I think you can also try to jump over it with if you have high jump and aerial dodge or maybe even dodge roll but eh, it's finicky um but yeah reflect is the easiest way to get through it but then once you're through that you've survived his his desperation move so congratulations um but then (laughs) that is when the uh the real pain begins gets a few extra attacks one of them is a projectile which isn't too bad it's like a floating wind orb, but the problem is it yeah. comes out super slow. So it's basically like he's like waving his hand to distract you while he's coming in for a melee hit. So like you want to block the wind, but also not like leave yourself vulnerable for him to then attack you. <laughs> so it's very tricky. Um, but then he just starts warping all over the place, and now he's just got a constant hurtbox because he's surrounded by his wind. And I never know how to do this section gracefully because I just panic because he's always hurting you and like he just warps right next to you instantly <laughs> and that just does damage. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah. This is this painful. Is, uh, <laughs> this is kind of the pick a god and pray moment of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of this fight. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like you were, yeah, you were saying with the, with the wind shots, as I, as I call them, arrow bullets, whatever they actually are. Like, yeah, he's not. It's not bad. Like they are blocked. They're they're blockable. So if you get close, guard them or reflect them because they'll just mm-hmm. disappear. But also, then Zaldin's like, "Hello, I would like entrance into that butt, please." And he'll exactly. 
he's harder to learn off of, and you need again, you need learn, you need to jump to be able to break that arrow. Yeah, through, yeah, to get through. So it's a uh, th- this fight gets real hard real quick. <laughs> exactly. So. Honestly, the way I ended up beating it, I'm not proud, but I I had to use like four Mickey's. <laughs> okay, I was uh, I was going to I was going to ask you. This is cuz I feel like for most people, this yep. is where Mickey comes into play. This is the first time this is when I realized you could play as Mickey. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is the first there are I did look at I did look up where Mickey could show up and I think yeah. probably in our post game section I may touch on the fights that he shows up in very briefly but yeah this is either the first or the most infamous for oh uh, for players sure. going through the game yeah. Hot boy. But yes <laughs> i got Get two so i got two power. mickeys yep um so luckily i made it through in one single life i didn't have to restart the fight but yeah i had to use two oh mickeys. i had to restart it <laughs> quite yeah, a lot no you're playing you're playing critical and it's the most annoying fight in the game like up until the final fight so uh, yep. a thousand percent valid uh, yeah. Don't feel bad about it, but but yeah, yep. Mickey Mickey's weird in this because I don't know. Like, there's not there's not enough time to decharge. So the only time exactly, I, I never got off a successful same. Uh, yeah, resurrection. The only, time, <laughs> the only time to try is during the lance, like the lance yep. dragon part, exactly. because because he rides up to the like over the bridge and then shows up it's like and something 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 fate of despair and i at that point i'm just like all right let's spam decharge let's see what the hell yep. i can try to try to get off but probably not going to get to three bars unfortunately exactly so yeah i ended up winning by the by the skin of my teeth i think i was like i was like in critical um, about to die, but I just went full aggro, um, and I think I, like, popped off a learn, or a jump anyways, and then just did, like, one final finisher, and I finally got, I was like, oh my god, thank god, because the alternative god. was, like, like, I didn't have, I was, like, in the MP charge, I didn't have enough drives, so I was like, fuck it, we're doing it! <laughs> then I, I managed to beat him, thankfully. Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had yeah. to use items, that, that tells you how hard this fight is for me. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I had use, to actually use items. Yeah, I used quite I feel a, like I don't... a few potions. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah, I usually keep, I guess, just in case, throughout the journey, I, I usually keep like at this point, I think I have five item slots. So, uh, two potions, two high potions, and ether. At this point, I just threw like three high potions and two ethers because sometimes you are stuck in MP charge. And yep, I feel like in in my youth, back when I had better reflexes, and but that doesn't really matter here. I feel like I used to be able to avoid the uh, the giant wind tunnel and dragon attack by mm-hmm. either quick running or doing some type of aerial dodge or just running to the other side of the map. Uh, in my old slow ass days, I cannot do that anymore. And yeah, I just reflect. But there's some times where it's like, oh hey, um, I'm an MP charge and I am about to suffer greatly. Can I have some magic back, please? So mm-hmm. yeah, this is the one time where I actually do care about my item stack because it is literally life and death at yeah. certain points. But but yep. also in a, in the same fashion, uh, I have to finish this this. This fight with the jump, so with the jump. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, we beat him, and he fades away to the darkness once he came, <gasps> which we made a comment about how uh Demix kind of like turns into water when he goes away, and like I guess Zaldin kind of has like the wind effect around him, so maybe mm. it is a thing. Um 
But yeah, we beat him, and then we get some goodies. We get a reflect upgrade, which is <laughs> bless. getting into oh. broken territory. And then yes. Donald learns auto healing, which cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, then, a, um, bit, a thing to note, but very minimal. <laughs> yeah. And then we get secret answer report for woohoo. Then we get a little wrap-up cutscene with the gang. And Beast says, he's sorry. You're what's most precious to me. <gasps> Don't be sorry. I'll stay with you. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. Romance, it's all very touching. Um, it seems like they were made for each other. <laughs> Gosh, Belle sure was having fun out there. Huh. <laughs> And then, of course, because it's a touching, tender moment between two lovers, Sora starts going all soft on us and weeping. It's like, oh my god, man, pull it together. Did he, he, like, did something similar, too, with, um, uh, Shang and Mulan. He, like, starts to smile, but then he gets a little tear, and then Goofy and Don are like, it's okay, calm down. It's like, I know oh who you're gosh. thinking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was her first time going through Land of Dragons, and then... It's not a spoiler, no, it's not a big spoiler whatsoever, but at the end of the second run of Halloween Town, there's another very yeah. somber moment as the very much in this kind of realm as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get a little rendition of the Beauty and the Beast theme song. A little instrumental. Very cute. And they do their little dance finally. And maybe they'll make a little love later. Who knows? Um, and yeah, that's Beast Castle, because we get another title card, baby. So that is that. But not before a parting word from Chip and Dale, where basically they just say, oh, some weird stuff's happening. Gosh, it must be a glitch. I don't know. I feel like you keep uh, second-guessing me here anytime I think something's important. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they're uh, doing a thing. We'll follow up with them later. But it, it, gummy it, shenanigans. It's not even really a payoff, to be honest. It's just yeah. a way to shoehorn going back to the Disney World. Exactly. To the Disney World. So <laughs> it's we we will note of it because it exists. But don't expect too much. Besides, oh hey, the plot's gonna happen because we're doing this. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that is that. Big bang. Yeah, so next time, next time, next time, next time, we will be revisiting Olympus Coliseum and uh, Port Royal. So, mm-hmm. stay tuned. And yeah, hopefully we'll get through this whole batch in a reasonable enough amount of time, but, you know, yep. hopefully it, there's... Even pretty, yeah. Thankful, pretty thankfully, pretty evenly, thankfully, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, it's an next. even amount of worlds that will address. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. nice. We'll, yeah, we'll get to Agrabah Halloween Town, which is again that was a duo before as well. Just similar to this one, and then Pride Lands, and we'll, we'll jump back into Space Paranoids. Yeah, that happens. Um, exactly. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. everything wraps up a nice little bow. Hmm. In the meantime, you can wrap us in a bow by <gasps> liking and rating and reviewing on your podcast platform of choice, notably iTunes. Uh, you can also subscribe if you haven't already. 
You can refer a friend who also likes Kingdom Hearts, or you can send us an email at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. That's khbhpodcast at gmail.com, which you can also find in the description, as always. So, yeah, we're in the thick of it. We're... Plot, we're plot, in it. Plot, plot, plot. <laughs> but also, we've 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 gotten through the biggest hurdle for a while. I can't really think of any tougher boss fights coming up Woo! compared to Zaldin. Compared yeah. to Zaldin, yeah. So there's there's one coming up. We'll probably talk about next episode, so I won't say anything on it now. There are one or two more annoying boss fights, like ones that I just have ingrained in my skull as... Yeah. Uh, other than yeah. that... But nothing bad probably until we get until like the last leg of the game and then probably the post game. So yeah. awesome. Well, we have plenty of exciting journeys ahead of us, so stay tuned. But until next time, to the gummy ship with the weird reading and away. <laughs> Just ignore it. Just hit remind me later. It's fine. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.